Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. In Martin Scorsese's The Irishman, there is a scene during a montage of sorts whose purpose is to showcase the power of Russell Buffalino, in which a man is shown getting a shave. The man standing next to him walks away inconspicuously, out of the barber shop and into the hall, where he is passed by two men who enter the barber shop, and then a few seconds later we hear screams and gunshots. Clearly, this was an orchestrated mafia hit, with the man who walked away from the man getting a shave, perhaps a bodyguard, in on the plan, and the two men he passes during the actual killing. But who was the man who got killed? Well, after this scene, Frank Sheeran, as part of his narration, says he was someone called Anastasia, and Russell Buffalino was called after his death to calm things down so a war wouldn't start. The man's full name was Albert Anastasia, also known as the Mad Hatter. I have a profile on him on my channel if you're interested, detailing key events in his life. But in short, Anastasia was one of the most feared and ruthless gangsters in American history. Incredibly, there are reports that the number of people he had killed was in the thousands. Anastasia was part of the Mafia's golden generation, coming up with the likes of Charles Lucky Luciano and Vito Genovese. He was part of the initial creation of the National Crime Syndicate, where Luciano created the modern Mafia as we know it. He was in charge of the syndicate's enforcement arm, known as Murder Inc. Anastasia would go on to become the head of the Mangano crime family, which would be renamed after him. So why was he killed, and what does this have to do with Russell Buffalino? Well, mobster Vito Genovese was an ambitious gangster who wanted to take control of what at the time was the Luciano crime family, the most powerful of the New York crime families. In order to do so, he needed support. This included wiping out potential threats to his claim and those who had allegiances to other mobsters, such as Frank Costello, who Genovese tried to kill and instead forced into retirement. Anastasia was also a key threat that Genovese would need to overcome, and he used the Mad Hatter's brutal reputation against him, launching a smear campaign where he painted him as an unstable killer who was drawing too much law enforcement attention to the mob. He also claimed Anastasia was selling membership of his family for cash, and Anastasia is thought to have spent huge amounts of money on gambling and betting. Genovese won the support of one of Anastasia's capos, Carlo Gambino, who was promised the leadership of the Anastasia crime family if he helped Genovese. In addition to this, Genovese also won the support of Maya Lansky, one of the earliest associates of Charles Luciano, which was crucial for Genovese. Anastasia and Lansky had fallen out over a dispute over profit shares from casinos in Cuba. Anastasia's demands for bigger percentages 
and his opening of new casinos when Lansky refused swayed the Jewish gangster to side with the Genovese. On October the 25th, 1957, Anastasia settled into a chair of the barbershop in the Park Sheridan Hotel in Manhattan. His driver took a walk, leaving him without protection, and two men, covering their faces allegedly, rushed in and, shoving the barber out the way, fired a flurry of bullets at Anastasia. It's thought that Anastasia actually charged at his killers while he was being shot, but due to the sudden adrenaline and confusion, he actually charged at the gunmen's reflections in the mirror. He continued to be shot until he slumped to the floor and died. This incident is very famous in mob law, with the same real-life image of the dead Anastasia that you see in the Irishman being stamped in public memory. The NYPD concluded in the report of the Anastasia murder that it was ordered by Genovese and Gambino as part of Genovese's plan to rise to the top, and it was actually carried out by mobster Crazy Joe Gallo, who, funnily enough, is also in The Irishman in an unrelated plot thread. However, the aftermath of the murder, another incident that occurred in 1957, was even more famous and actually exposed the mafia to the public eye. Genovese called for a meeting between all the major mob bosses to proclaim his leadership of the Luciana crime family. In addition to smoothing out several other issues that arose from Anastasia's murder, such as appointing Carlo Gambino as the boss of Anastasia's family as promised, and dividing up the operations that Anastasia had been in charge of. This conference, known as the Appalachian Meeting, took place in an estate owned by the boss of the northeastern Pennsylvania crime family, Joseph Barbara, and who, at the time, was Barbara's underboss, one of the men who arranged the meeting and oversaw its planning? You guessed it, Russell Buffalino. Now, the Appalachian meeting turned out to be a disaster, but that's a story for another day. You can check out the history of the meeting in a video of mine called Who Was Russell Buffalino? If you want to hear more details from The Irishman, consider subscribing to the channel and thanks for watching.